This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, there is other news going on out there today, so now let us turn our attention to some of that. You may have heard a bit about this next story. It's certainly got our attention. It's about David Dennis, a 44-year-old First Nations man who is currently in the end stages of liver disease. He desperately needs a liver transplant. The problem is... BC transplant rules say people who are alcoholics have to have abstained for six months prior to getting on the list in order for that transplant to be as successful as possible. Well, David Dennis has about three months under his belt, but his time is running out. David and the Union of BC Indian Chiefs believe, though, that he should get special consideration. So they have filed a complaint at the Human Rights Tribunal. They believe that BC transplant's abstinence policy is racism. Now, we're going to talk more about that in a few minutes, but we wanted to tell David Dennis's complete story first. So our CKNW contributor, Claire Allen, spoke with him about when and why he started drinking. Well, I guess I've always known I've had a problem with uh, drinking. It's ran in multiple generations of my family since uh, residential school. Every one of my parents, brothers and sisters have had uh, an alcohol problem of some sort. I was a functional alcoholic up until about three years ago, which means basically means like I was always kind of a binge drinker. So it would be twice a month I'd go on a you know like a Friday night and a Saturday, you know, up until dinner time type of thing. In 2016, on uh, November 11th, I got uh, whapped in the back of the head protecting a woman from a domestic violence situation. And uh, I went unconscious and I developed a, uh, they confirmed that I have post-concussion syndrome. And one of the main issues of uh, post-concussion syndrome is that you get uh, wild migraines and uh, and bad hallucinations. And to deal with the fear, I began to, uh, my binge drinking increased and increased and increased. That is David Dennis, and as mentioned, he is in desperate need of a liver transplant. But he's no longer on the wait list because he hasn't met the requirements of the abstinence policy. He has managed to stay sober for three months, but in order to get that transplant, BC Transplant says that a recipient must abstain for six months from drinking alcohol. So yesterday, as I mentioned, David, along with the Union of BC Indian Chiefs, filed a formal complaint at the BC Human Rights Tribunal. They're challenging the lawfulness of the abstinence policy. And in their release, David and the Union of BC Indian Chiefs say that the required abstinence policy is, quote, a lethal form of racism. We wanted to explore more about that. So in a conversation with Claire Allen, he explained why he believes this policy is discriminatory. 
I guess the best way to answer that, and I've been answering it all morning like that, to say, let's say that you have a pool of all different races, and let's just for the simplicity of it say it's red, yellow, white, and black. And each people are swimming in a pool together, and uh, throughout the course of time that they're in there, there's one particular group that uh, uh, has suffered from rape and theft of land and colonization and uh, decades of sexual abuse both within the church and within the foster care system and had poor uh, health care services to begin with um, approaches somebody who can make an arbitrary decision like that we feel that uh, the folks that do come out of the pool are affected by alcoholism way more than the other folks that come out of the pool. But the fact is, is that uh, one of the questions we're trying to find out is how many people of those people have been kicked off as far First Nations. And if the answer is uh, as simple as 50% more or 100% more, and we know that there's uh, some form of discrimination that, that seems to be involved in an arbitrary level at the uh, boots on the ground level, right? I.e., head of medicine, head of internal, that kind of thing, right? I'm wondering what yep. you would say to the criticism that is out there that the abstinence policy is across the board for any um, recipient of a liver transplant that they're saying you must be sober for six months and the fear is is that if you were to get a liver and to con and if you continue drinking you might be taking away that healthy this episode is brought to you by shopify do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real pos you need shopify for retail from accepting payments to managing inventory Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Liver for someone that may not abuse it through alcohol abuse. What is your response to that criticism against what you are saying? Uh, I guess... Uh I guess I would be satisfied with that argument if we had a, a really good legal grasp on when did that policy come into place and what type of um, what type of calculation the mathematics behind it came up with the number of six months. Um, and I know there are folks who are going to be immediately skeptical because, let's face it, they know we live in a society that, despite, uh, despite what we want to think about ourselves as British Columbians and Canadians, uh, we, we do discriminate. I do really believe that there are truly some people with the power of a stroke of a pen that can easily look into this issue and start to say, hey, you know what, there's some merit behind this argument, let's get working on it. You know, is six months a fair waiting period for people who we, as a country, as a province, have uh, sent off to residential school and basically destroyed lives, right? 
And uh, is there a number that, that we can we can begin with, right? Not, that, that really takes uh, dialogue. But David, do you think that allowing Indigenous and First Nations people to be exempt from the six-month abstinence policy because of trauma would ultimately open Pandora's box and allow for other individuals to use their own trauma as a way to not adhere to the abstinence policy? Uh, well, I guess the, the way that, that I'll answer that is by saying that um, from the outset of our, of our interview, I uh, revealed to you that every single person in my family uh, is deeply, deeply affected by residential school. And for those people who haven't uh, up to date, I would say that argument might uh, hold a lot more merit with uh, way more people in 2019 or uh, you know 1989 rather than 2019. Those are old views, or those are views that we believe are dying. Um, we know that any time that we've brought this issue before medical professionals, they've almost unanimously said that, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a really arbitrary number and uh, needs to be changed. That is David Dennis talking about his fight to get himself onto the transplant list for a new liver. He's only been three months sober, whereas the abstinence policy requires six months of sobriety before he's put on the list. He is now challenging that with the help of the BC Union of Indian Chiefs in court. They're calling it a lethal form of racism. He also said that if given the chance to get a liver transplant, he would stay sober even after the transplant. He was also asked like, what he hopes will be the result of his human rights complaint, and here's what he said. So I think it, it begins with a sit-down with, with Adrian Dix and, and possibly the Premier. Um, it's happened before, you know, in situations like this where people are in dire situations. We make exceptions all, all of the time in consideration of making monumental changes, and I think that this would demonstrate and be an honor to all First Nations people that the greater community takes this issue seriously enough to, to get it moved along quickly, right? Right, and on a personal note, I know that you also are hoping that, that something is done because I know you have a, a, a five-year-old daughter, is that correct? Five-and-a-half-year-old daughter, yeah. And obviously you'd like to be there for her in the future. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's been the, the most difficult part. Isabella has been a, a shining light in my life. And um, it's been the hardest thing for, for this family is for to watch how she's contending with the issue. She just doesn't understand yet, you know. And I hate to be the parent that has to be there and know, like, daddy's, daddy's not coming home. Oh, man, this is a heartbreaking story. That is 44-year-old David Dennis. He's a First Nations man currently in the end stages of liver disease. He really desperately needs a liver transplant. But under BC Transplant's abstinence policy, he doesn't yet qualify to be on the list because 
He's only been three months sober. They require six months of sobriety in order, under their rules, for the transplant to have the greatest chance of success. He is now fighting it, along with the Union of BC Indian Chiefs. They believe that the trauma that First Nations people have gone through uh, means that that, that six-month policy is arbitrary and that they should be given you know, consideration for that. Now, this is tough. I know it, it's heartbreaking, right? You don't ever want to see somebody denied something life-saving like that. But the more I thought about this, I thought, you know, there's lots of trauma in people's lives. There's people who have been sexually abused. There's, people, there's lots of reasons why people become alcoholics. There's reasons why they turn to drink to numb themselves. I've seen it myself time and time again. And I guess if you're a BC transplant, you think that's why they put the rules in place. So that it's not about judging whose trauma is worse than somebody else's trauma. It's about this is the best we can do and these are the rules and we're just going to go by those rules because then you're going to start saying your trauma is worse than somebody else's trauma that's what they have to juggle and that is a thankless task like that is a very difficult thing for them to deal with and now bc transplant was asked about this they said they are aware of the case their statement says they appreciate the distress that patients and their loved ones face when needing an organ transplant. They said it's a difficult time for all of those involved and that we do everything we can to support patients through the process. The statement goes on to say, well, we do not publicly discuss the specific details of individual cases due to patient privacy. We will be reviewing this case together with the liver transplant team at Vancouver Coastal Health. And if there's an update on that, of course, we will have it for you. We'll have more when we come back.